0: Hello. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. This is Al Madrigal with the All Things Comedy Network. We built a great studio here, and now we want to equip it with better equipment. We're going to always have this place available for the comedians to use for free, but we need your support. So if you can go to Tubestart.com, we're in the home stretch of our annual fundraiser. Please buy a mug. Buy a T-shirt. T-shirt we just made is actually cool and wearable. So please continue to support this podcast by supporting All Things Comedy. Thank you very much for your support. AllThingsComedy.com,
1: Tubestart.com. Everyone, relax. This is Toe <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fo I'm Will Anderson, and uh, first time guest, Charlie Corson, Very excited to have him here on the show we've been working together at uh, Helium in Philadelphia all week and I just think he is absolutely fantastic and funny and I'm really glad to have him on the podcast. Uh, please welcome guest Charlie Clawson, uh, John McKeever. How are you mate? Good, good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, <laughs> now I just explained to you the whole guest Charlie Clawson thing yes. off air. There's nothing better than inviting a man to your hotel room than like then try to explain all, all right. of that. Like, like every time I say more things I'm, it, it's like have you lured me here to kill yeah, me? Yeah, right. What is going on? Here's the person you're going to play. Right. I'm, like, this is, I'm not very comfortable with this. <laughs> yeah, I've got some clothes that I need to yeah. get into. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually wearing all my clothes because, well, I have been at least during the day because it's so fucking cold here.
0: Yes, it's very, very cold.
1: I I don't have enough, like, I don't have enough warm
0: clothes. I know, and it's hard to like layer because then you then you walk and you get like that that cold sweat right. where you put too many layers on, and then you're just that like, guy sweat. Well I sweat. I I don't feel like you're a sweater. No, no, no.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I but also the layers, I forget which layers I've put shit in. Right, like you know, so right. you get to somewhere and right. you need your wallet and you're like, oh that's three deep.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And your phone rings and like, I'm not getting that. I'm yeah. not getting it. it's too far away. I'm like a giant zipper. It's too many zippers away.
1: Parcel. Like every layer has a prize. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have you lived here all your life? Are you a Philadelphia native? Where are you from?
0: Uh, I grew up in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. I was born here and... Uh born right outside of the city Uh, and then you know I just kind of I kind of stayed here and now I'm just between here and New York pretty much I traveled in New York pretty much every other day
1: so So I met your dad last night yes who is delightful by the way Uh, he's the most amazing man in the world right so he comes out to like to watch you do stand-up like how often would he come out and see you do stand-up yeah that isn't like an all-the-time thing I mean (laughs) it wasn't
0: you know he's not like he's not like that boxing trainer type dad who's like you know uh, always fine. Gets you me.
1: to get you to run up those, those steps because I did go by the Rocky Steps today as well. That's the very oh. famous Philadelphia thing—the steps yes. that Rocky runs up. Did you go by there? Yeah, I went by on the on the old way to press. We went by and had a look at the Rocky statue, okay, and the Rocky yeah. Steps, and I, I have this image of you and your dad out there every morning, and like you know, yeah, like, you know, you got to you got to do the setup at the bottom, and then you got to run to the top and do the punchline. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like, "Do it, it again.
0: Economy. Cut it down. Word economy. You got to be better. You got to be tighter. That joke is old." <laughs> Just hack. He just—that's all he does. My dad comes out and calls me a hack for thirty <laughs> minutes at a time. But uh, no, he, he he supports. He comes out, um, you know, once in, once in a while when I'm at Helium. Uh, and uh, but he's great. I mean, he's so enthusiastic about so it. So
1: enthusiastic.
0: And uh, loved you. I think he, I think he told you that. I mean, yeah, he was very kind to me. He's usually he's usually like, oh, the headliner was good. Right. He was good. And normally he's like, he's a proud dad. So he's right. like, you were the best. the best. You were the best yeah. It's ever. I had actually the best I've ever seen right. ever do anything. Yeah. So
1: you're just the best. No, I don't know why you're not the headliner. Yeah, it I mean, been, he should have been featuring yeah,
0: you. Yeah, right. 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 You should have built this building. You could have built this building right. better than anybody could have yeah. done it.
1: But like, just, just stuff like that. And I'll that. tell you what, the way they served my chicken wings at my table, you could have saved yeah. those chicken I mean, chicken you would have so killed it. You would have killed it. You would have killed it. <laughs> this guy was total hack, chicken wing hack. Right. But. <laughs>
0: but but he's support, he's supportive, you know, and uh, uh, so but but he, but last night he was like this guy
1: is, he was like he will was phenomenal. I mean, he, big fan, big fan. Uh, tell me this: uh, yeah. when you first, what did you did you always want to do comedy? What does he do? And like, when did you, I want to know about like you know when you started wanting to do comedy? Like yeah. how your dad was with it, like whether he was excited at the start or whether that's something he's come to. Um,
0: that's a, that's a good question. I mean, when I was, I'll try to make it quick, but, than um,
1: when I, well, <laughs> I just, have nothing to get to, I just don't this want somebody be, just, this could be the entire thing we talk about. Okay, yeah, cool. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. Bring up the violence. Right. Um, <laughs> no, I, my, when I was, a, when I was a kid, I I come from a pretty, a really uh, funny family. Uh-huh. Like my brother who you met last night and my, my mother are wildly funny and they were always kind of like breaking balls oh, okay. when I was younger. And uh-huh. like, that was kind of just the way you communicated. And if you didn't get on it, like if you didn't like get to the first punch, you were, you know, you were left to be prey. So that's kind of like how I developed it. It was kill or be killed. Yeah. And like they're, I mean, they're so, so funny. So I kind of grew up in that household. And um, uh, once I got to like high school, I kind of thought like, this could be something I would enjoy doing and I always liked sketch comedy. Uh-huh. And like when I was a kid I would put on like these fake sketch comedies and like my dad would watch Are them. Are you serious? Yeah, they were awful. Like I mean, how? like young like 12. Right. Like I was 12 and oh I my God. I would does see any lo- of that
1: still did they type any of it? It does Oh, it exist? if they
0: did I would be I would be deep in a river right now. I would have killed myself a long time ago. There's, I mean, there was stuff
1: that I remember. <laughs> There's be a time when you've. Okay, tell, oh, me, tell me what was in.
0: Oh, the worst Go one. On. And when I think back, it's so embarrassing, but it was. I saw the professional. Okay. It, or I th- yeah. Or I think it's called Leon yeah, in Leon, some I'm states. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, after I saw it, I was was a kid. Right. And then I was like, I'm going to recreate Leon in my basement. (laughs) And my dad watched like the whole thing. And he was was like, it's very, you're very good. And I'm like, afterwards, I was like, yeah, I am pretty good. I'll tell you
1: what, though. (laughs) But later on, I was like, thank God he just stuck by, you know. But also, if you told me right now. Like that, I could go and watch a twelve-year-old recreate <laughs> Leon the Professional <laughs> in their basement. That would be as good a way to spend an afternoon. Oh, as, uh, like, you
0: know, I mean, just this—just the idea of me doing that thing with the pill that what? what's his name does. Uh, oh, Gary Oldman, where he like does that torque thing with his head. And I, my father had to watch his 12-year-old thinking, like, this kid's going to go nowhere. This is either going to go somewhere good, or I'm going to have to visit him in an institution frequently.
1: (laughs) I guess it's better he's doing this in the basement (laughs) than what I expect he'll be doing in the basement in a couple of years. Right. Keeping women in here, I imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Here's another
0: painting, Dad. Great. looks really good. Thanks. Thanks for not using your blood on this one. I mean, that is
1: that's pretty amazing, though. Yeah, he 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 always knew I was like um and my parents both. I mean, my parents. What are is both it? What, what do they do? It. Like, I mean, do they have jobs? What is? I mean, one. My one
0: mom job. still works for Fox Chase Cancer Center. She's in like the clerical department, uh-huh. and um my uh, my father owned a restaurant for 30 years and then he just he just retired last year what
1: sort of restaurant was it it was a pub it was like your basic
0: pub and that's where i worked for years right so that's all i pretty much did after oh i'm sorry that's all i did pretty much did after uh after high school and college and um i was doing stand-up while i
1: was there okay so that's interesting tell me tell me when you started doing stand-up i
0: first did it when i was around 21 i bombed so bad i made a joke (laughs) I, I did it
1: at Helium. I, I did See, it open look, mic. I know I've only got five minutes, but yeah. I'd like to recreate the entire movie Leon, the professional. You guys have seen the professional, right? Like it's just 12 years
0: in the making. Like I am going to nail this one man professional show
1: no women no kids that's right. all i just do in the beginning well it's like those people who do you know like lord of the rings in an hour or star wars in an hour you know that right stick you do leon the professional in five minutes <laughs> and open mic sets all around philadelphia
0: i swear now i'm gonna try to do that right. i'm gonna have a week off soon and i'm gonna try to recreate it in five minutes and my wife is gonna be like get the fuck out of the apartment you are done
1: <laughs> oh my god uh, so, yeah. yeah, tell me about your first set. So your first set, you said you bombed. Why, was, why did you bomb at your first set? Because
0: I was just doing like the worst material, you know. I think I was doing like really dirty stuff because right. that's like – that's what I had seen,
1: you know. and Well, it, that is kind of how you start too as well. I mean you think – It is. And because that's kind of how you make your friends laugh and whatever. And people make that mistake of going you have to do dirty stuff or you have to go dirty. Absolutely. And it does get laughs so you can kind of get trapped there as well but right. well having seen you perform like the last couple of nights i mean that's so far from what you do or what your strength is now right uh, yeah, yeah i mean i kind of
0: uh, i kind of think that that was that was a, it's a hard thing to get away from when you're a young comic especially like you know the dirtier stuff but that's really like you really don't want to be talking about that you're just doing it cuz you know it's an easy funny joke and yep. people laugh at it but um once you start once you start talking about the stuff you like talking about, then it starts to, it starts to become really fun. Even I mean, if you're not murdering. Right. It's just so much more fun. I mean,
1: what you've said there is genuinely, like if people just tune in at the 10-minute mark of this podcast and they just take that away from it, that is the simplest and best bit of comedy advice that people so rarely understand. You're not right. trying to say things that are funny you're trying to say what you want to say or what you need to say or what you want to express right. and then make it funny. Right. I mean, that's such a small difference, but it is everything.
0: Yeah. And they, and like like they want you want people to come back to see you and your right. point of view and, and that's why I
1: always like people ask me hey what's your show this year I'm like it's me being funny from when yeah. I start until when I stop right that's the that's fucking it. show yeah. then, you know, people start making decisions on oh is it about fish I'll go if it's about fish like, yeah.
0: You know. yeah nobody's doing that I hope he does the fish material right I hope that Leon comic's
1: there <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to book you to open for me on a national tour, but I'm going to make you do <laughs> on the Professional every night. Hey, man, I'll take
0: it. I need the money. Right. I'll definitely absolutely do that. That would be great for my dad to see
1: that come full circle. Oh man, if like if things ever go well for me, like I mean really well, you yeah. know like stupid well, Vanity yeah. project well, Adam Sandler buying all his friends Maserati's after they make grown-ups well. Right, right. I am the, one of the first things that I'm going to do is I'm going to stage a, a you doing a live version of the professional.
0: Um that that is that is a
1: contract. That is a verbal contract. We have it on recording. <laughs> But also, this is why I will never have that level of success. (laughs) (laughs) Because people who have dreams like that are never
0: (laughs) going to matter. Absolutely right. That is absolutely right. (laughs) <laughs> Nobody's ever like. I always want to fill up like ten Lamborghinis full of doves and right. then explode them. That, that guy never becomes that rich. That guy
1: never has enough money because everything either. stays
0: in his way for him to become that way.
1: Okay, so you start doing stand up. Your first gig bombs. Bombs. Are you, are you, at that time, are you in a like? How, when did you meet your wife? Is this like way before that, or is it like you know what sort of time zone? Where are you at in your life?
0: I was. I was kind of. Um. I was actually really lost uh-huh. to be completely honest. Yeah, and Sure. Um. It was really, that was, that time in my life was probably the hardest Uh because I was like, you know, there was like a transition. It's like, what am I going to be doing with my life? And I was in school. I didn't really like what I was going to school for. What were you studying? Sociology. Right. Which is like, why do you do that? What is that? Yeah, exactly. I don't
1: even really know what it It is. It was a way to get away. It was like... But what is it actually? It's like, like I, mean, I think. Why, it's... why do people who actually do sociology do sociology? What do you? It's
0: kind of like, um, to be completely honest, like what it was. It was the study of like human behavior. Yeah. It was like psychology in right. a way, but it was like more of like um, like most people that graduate with a degree so, become so, uh, right. um, social workers. Okay. So the the job outlook is not it's not great. Right. But you know I enjoyed it because I enjoyed the classes
1: and right, and, and also because clearly, like I mean, to be a comedian, you have to be interested in the human condition. So there's something right. Like I, I studied journalism and very much okay. similar thing. Like yeah. I never wanted to be a journalist. Right. I don't think of anything worse than telling other people's stories. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> like day one of journalism school, they're like first rule, never use I in an article. I'm like, yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to <laughs> Will stands up in and the and back stuff. marches out. <laughs> Seriously. If they hadn't told me about gonzo journalism about six weeks in and how that had changed journalism. Right. I would have been like, this is like, yeah. But, uh, so, no, because I think that you still go to areas where there's something inside you. There's something inside yeah. you that you're like, I want to talk to people or I want to express the human condition or I want to like... Right. But, you know, so that's... It makes sense. But yeah. if you're trapped in something that isn't exactly what you should be doing, it's also... Because yes. then suddenly you're like... I mean, I, at least I know from my point of view, you're like, oh, like... When you're at school and you're doing all your fun things and you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're putting on your plays and you're mucking around and you're right. doing whatever, you're like, "Oh, this is great! Infinite possibilities. Exactly. Anything could happen." Exactly. Right? Then you get to college and you're still a bit like, and then you suddenly there's a point where you're like, "Hang on, mm-hmm. oh, is this what I'm? Is this my life? Is this what yeah. I'm going to be doing?"
0: Or like, I got to pick like one thing now. Right. That's the scare. That that's what became very scary to well, me. Well, It's terrifying. Though. And and school was kind of like it was a way to to to. Get out, like get out of growing up, mm-hmm. you know? So like when people are like, what are you doing? I'd be like, I'm in school. Yeah. Because that's all I had to say. Right. just,
1: because getting, just I'm just, I've just got another three years.
0: Yeah. I'm in school. I'm just, how's it going? It's good. It's yeah. fine. It's, like, it's, I, I, it's I all right. I just got a reprieve. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. Just
1: three years where I don't have to actually think about my life. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. And, I, and I, 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 I always had friends that, like, they encouraged me to, to do stand-up. And, they, you know, I, uh, I was actually in a band. and oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, this guy who played bass, like, I was an awful musician. All right.
1: So what, 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 uh, what uh, instrument did you play?
0: I played. I can't give you too much information, because if you find this, <laughs> it's far too embarrassing okay, for people right. to see. Sure. But I was a guitar player and singer. Okay. And it was just awful. Oh, so you uh, were you the lead singer? Well, or we just yeah, the,
1: like oh there wasn't a lead singer.
0: I think we, we it was such a like it was such a jumble. It was just always practice. Okay. <laughs> like we okay. never got to the show. It was like flight of the concords. <laughs> we were just always practicing. But the guy that played bass was this amazing musician and he, and what he would talk about is like right. in between crappy songs like at open mics, I would talk to the audience. Oh yeah, sure. And he was like you should start doing that. Right. Because that's... you're terrible
1: at this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: like he did it with a wink, like because this thing kind of right. you're shit at, you're yeah. total shit at this. But the bit in between this, <laughs> yeah, thing, <laughs> you were great tonight. That second song, yeah. you were awesome at the very end where right. everything stopped.
1: Right, when it, and it stopped, was just you, hey, just before we started the song, and right at the end when it stopped, I yeah. thought you nailed
0: it. <laughs> you were brilliant. There yeah. was a
1: brief three and a half minute bit <laughs> in between where I thought you,
0: right, <laughs> right. I think you're learning that you don't sound like Axl Rose, right? You're figuring that out, right? But, uh, well, but that that's is it. interesting.
1: Okay, so after your first gig, when it doesn't go well, and which is an experience a lot of people have, although I do have a bit of a theory that often your first gig goes well, and then your second gig goes terribly. And my my theory on that is that I think that comedy is about honesty, right? Right. Like you try, and even if you're a surrealist, or even if, but finding your truth, right. what it is that you like. One of my favorite comedians is an Australian comedian called Sam Simmons, and he's a surreal idiotic, hilarious, like, you know, right. uh, you know, comedian. And, But that's his truth. If right. you know Sam. Oh, with the notepad. Him, with the notepad. Yes, he's, yeah. he's incredible. He did Adam Devine's House Party, which I know that you did it as, as well. He was on that yes. series as well. And he's just a fantastic comedian. He's amazing. But that's him. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to find your truth and who you are. Absolutely. If he was up there on stage trying to do what I do or what you do, it wouldn't be right for him, right? Right. Right. But I often feel like when we're on our first gig, because it's your first gig and you actually really don't know what to do, often the truth that is there is here's someone doing their first gig pretending to do something that they can't do. And I think something about that kind of works. It's that second gig That's when you start to think that you've worked it out a bit, or the start to think that you actually know something. Right? Where you really get everything wrong. Right. Like, right. Oh yeah, I thought I learned something. None of the right stuff. Oh <laughs> yeah. And the most dangerous
0: thing for a young comic is killing. Oh yeah. And and that the first first gig was a bomb. Second oh. gig, I I killed with the worst material. Okay. Sure. And it was just like same awful. material from
1: the first gig or different material.
0: It was a little different. Okay. But like then the third show, I walked in like. You know, sunglasses, cigarette. Yeah. Like I got this. Oh, I've God. been God. I've been killing
1: here for a while. Like, yeah, you can just introduce me as Mister Saturday Night.
0: <laughs> yeah, I will moonwalk
1: onto the stage. <laughs> Do my hacky yeah, The microphone jokes. will drop from uh, the roof like a boxing yeah. ring. Right. And I will start with get ready to rumble.
0: <laughs> right. I will snap start my Zippo lighter <laughs> and then basically I'm going to set this room on fire.
1: Yeah. I'm just going to walk out on stage, turn <laughs> that chair backwards. And, then and shit's about it. to get real. And I'll get, get real. Right. Here comes some truth. <laughs> <laughs> you better get the bomb disposal unit because the truth bombs are about to be fired, my friend. I'm very sorry; it's an act of terrorism, but you guys need it. You guys right. need to hear it. This is, yeah, it's not terrorism. I'm a, I got, I got i I'm a political fighter. That's what I am. <laughs> right, right. I'm a liberator, like Nelson Mandela. That's what I am.
0: <laughs> You're basically ex- explaining exactly what happened on my birthday, right. <laughs> and
1: so that went well, I imagine.
0: The, yeah, things started to go well after that, and then, um, I guess, just like anybody who who starts to do well, and they start figuring themselves out. Um, you uh, you start getting booked more, people start noticing you more, and then um, I started working at Helium as a host. Yeah. And I was hosting there, and then I got bumped up to, I got fired, Oh for God. six months, okay. and so they rehired me. How did
1: you get fired?
0: Norm McDonald got me fired. Oh, here we go. This is a good story already. <laughs> yeah, well, Norm is like Norm's. Uh,
1: not normally only getting himself fired.
0: Yes, and he's people
1: down with him now. Oh,
0: he didn't even know I got fired. Oh, right. I mean, he was like, eh, it's whatever. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. So, but uh, he he had brought a feature. I was hosting. Okay. This actually is a good story, <laughs> but uh, he brought his own feature, which
1: people of that name normally do yeah bring their own people right and sometimes they don't which even also want to shows people listening to this uh, podcast that I don't do that no that's so not, not what not I'm
0: you know but you're also you're you're, you're.
1: no I was actually. Yeah. I was having this conversation in the car today with the publicist as we were on our way to press right she said do you travel with an opener and I said in Australia I'll travel with my friend Justin right but here one of the joys of it is that I get to meet new people and work with new people. So, I mean, right? You know, I, there probably are some clubs where I could take someone, but right. I never wanted to because I'd like to meet new comics and work with new people.
0: Right, and for the most part, what I've noticed is like older comics like Dave Attell, they're coming from New York, so they just bring a buddy from New York. Right. So because a lot of it's like they kind of owe it to them.
1: Right. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Stuff like that. Or sometimes it's like, so, you know, I mean, you know, someone you want to help out or someone's like going through a time or like all sorts of reasons you'll take it, someone on the road. Exactly, you know?
0: which kind of makes that or kind sometimes of a like,
1: let's go and hang
0: out. Yeah, yeah. Like you want to bring your buddy to another city because you don't right. know anybody there. Yeah, like, let's just go to Philly and hang out. You know. Yeah, right. the best place to do that. But I mean, I so he, he uh, so he came into town and he was like, he's very funny, very Norm's oh. very funny. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But he's just like he's in his own world right. all the time. All the time. I mean, the first thing he did was he tried to order sushi, and the waitress is like, "Oh, we don't we don't serve sushi. Mm-hmm. There's a sushi place next door." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna order from you." And he just made his sushi order through the waitress, and she had to go next door right. and get it. It was, it was amazing. It was, right. it was like the first time I met him, and I was like, "That's the f- best way to meet somebody," right. you know. Um, but he had brought this opener, and the opener was different. He was trying something out that wasn't really working. Right. And the crowd in Philly is like, you know, there's a lot of energy here. There's a, they, they love you if you're doing well, and they let you know if you're not. Right. Which can be fun, and you know, it's. It can go both ways, but there's a lot
1: of attitude in general in this city I've noticed like yes I mean you know I've heard of interpretive dance but this is the first city where I've seen (laughs) interpretive driving I've seen people do things on the road here that I did not even know were possible like people doing like you know turns in front of like rows of other traffic people just going up onto the sidewalk parking their car there Right. people are just like that's what we're doing right and
0: the the indignation of like when like they do it and then somebody's like what are you doing they're like what do you mean what am I doing Doing. I'm getting around right And and they're like oh good call and they just like let it happen it's like the wild west with a couple cops (laughs) like that's it i mean but but it's so 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 norm brings this guy the guy is not he's not doing that great and they start bumping my time up as a host like, they're like, can you do 20 up front?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, right. And he'll do 10, uh-huh. and then Norm will
0: do an hour. Yeah, so they're not, like, really,
1: they're not really bumping your time up, as in, like, they're trying to, like, ease him out of the show a little bit, right? Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. And he was almost like, whatever, because he knew the thing he was doing was so strange. Right, he's trying something.
1: Yeah, and I, I was kind of like, hey, man, try
0: something, whatever works, you know? But um, so Norm, the, the championship was on, the NBA championship, and he's a big sports fan sports and gambler. Yeah. Yeah, and he, uh,
1: he tweets sports all the time. If you follow him on Twitter, I
0: have to unfollow him and refollow him <laughs> after like golf golf matches. <laughs> um but he like he'll start tweeting about a golf match. He'll be like Tigers on the Green, ten feet away. And I'm like, I'm not, I can't no, I can't see this on my Twitter feed.
1: The weird thing is I'm the opposite. Like oh, you I love get, it. <laughs> I, I get transfixed by it. And mm-hmm. I don't often don't even know who he's talking about or yeah. why he's talking about it, but they're like weird little haikus. Yeah. They're like little golf haikus. Well, do you ever see his like little stories that he tells? He'll tell like a story for right. like
0: fifty tweets and you're like, yeah. This is this is Incredible. This story is amazing. Right. And by the end of it, you're,
1: like, kind of tearing up. You're like, right. this isn't funny. It's just a great story. Yeah, he's, he is, like, he's he's a real glitch in the Matrix. He just, he you absolutely know, really is, like just you know working in a different space and a different level and and with the greatest of ease right okay so it's really incredible so what
0: goes down then so the NBA championships are on yep. and I'm hosting mm-hmm. and I and they basically tell me before the show like we're gonna light this guy quickly right the feature mm-hmm. and <laughs> and
1: the they're like wa- the guy, guy walks like, out on stage yeah <laughs> see, the, you <laughs> see you later see later that's the line <laughs> oh that's um, my time yeah uh, thanks uh, that was great
0: <laughs> everybody just cheers <laughs> But uh, so so Norm's like, hey, uh, walk me over to that bar around the block. I oh, watch yeah. the game. Sure. And I was like, I can't because I, I, don't, I think he's going to come off soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, nah, I told him to do 30. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't think they're right. going to let him do 30. Right. And he's like, no, nah, I, I said 30. I told him to do 30 minutes. And I was like, OK. okay. I was like, I can't leave. Right. And then he's like, you're either coming with me or you're not. And then I'm like, I'm going with him. Like, I'm going to the bar with Norm. Like, I'm going to go hang out with him. So I take him over. I set my watch for 10 minutes. And I'm like, at 9, I'm running back over. So I take him around the streets of the bar, and he starts watching the game. And he's in his own world. And I'm with my buddy. And I'm like, listen, I'm running back to the show. I'm going to text you if I need Norm to come back right away. And he's like, all right. And Norm's going, I told you. I told him to do 30. Why are you so worried about this? And I was like, Norm, I can't. Because I'm it's a human my being job. It's who my. Who works life. in a
1: human being world?
0: Right, right. I don't just wake up and I'm like, I want money. And somebody's like,
1: Here's money for right. you. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna order sushi of someone who doesn't work at a sushi <laughs> yeah, restaurant. Yeah, right. Expect I will get that sushi. <laughs> right. And not only that, right. I bet he got the sushi, right? Absolutely got that's the sushi. The world that he lives in. Absolutely. He lives in the world where Norm McDonald He goes to the bar and people wait for Norm. Oh, absolutely. And right. like he walked in but you're with like, a glass. This isn't my
0: world, Norm. Yeah. That's your world. <laughs> yeah. I get arrested for all the. Things Things you do right. that people were like, "Oh, Norm's
1: so funny," but it it, it was just like I was it's like, Man. the most ironic name of all time, really, isn't it?" Because yeah. he is so far from the norm oh. of any person. Mm. He walked into the bar with a glass, like okay. a glass of a, like a drink that he brought from helium. Oh, of
0: course he did. And I was like, yeah. I was like, "Hey, do you want to just leave that outside?" Because right. I know the guys at the bar because yeah. I always frequent it. Sure. And I'm like, "Hey, do you want to leave it outside?" And he goes, "I don't think they'll care." <laughs> With this smirk on his face, like, hey, man, I've done this before. Right. I'm Norm McDonald. I've
1: walked down the street with it. Yeah. Out in public. So yeah, I, I assume mean, I can just take it into another place. I,
0: I imagine he could tell a joke to a cop while holding the cop's gun. Right. And they'd be like, this is great. Look Meet at Norm Macdonald. McDonald. Look at, Look at this guy.
1: <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> Classic Norm. <laughs> oh, It's a shame you shot Carl, but man, um, that was funny. Where did uh, where did my partner go? Oh, he's gone <laughs> to get Norm sushi. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> this guy's a genius.
0: Oh, man. He gets what he wants. He, he gets, gets what he wants. wants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're there at the bar. You've decided I have to go back to the club, right? I have to go back. Yep. So it's
0: I'm looking at my I'm looking at my timer. It's nine minutes. So I'm like, he's about to get lighted. Mm-hmm. So or get the light. So I'm running back and I'm running down the alleyway mm-hmm. next to the club. Sure. And I hear roar, like a loud roar, and it's booze, and like people are booing, and I'm like, oh no! So I run in, and a waiter wow. is standing at the door, and he's like, you're in a lot of trouble. And I was like, "Oh no!" So I run in. I just run in, run right. through the green room, go up on stage, and basically take him off stage. Right. And then I had like booze though. Boo- like they were people were standing up like "fuck you," like screaming
1: at him. I them. mean that it's which is mean. Surely that takes... I mean, surely you can just. Like for twenty minutes, (laughs) right? Even if you, unless he's up there, like you know, really saying something so fucking offensive that you have to boo. But otherwise, you know what? I, but I found out why they were booing. No, I, I do want to know. Yeah, no,
0: I mean he wasn't. But what happened was they lit him at five minutes. Oh yeah, okay. Because they were like, this just is not going well. Let's get rid of him. They lit him at five minutes, and he walked off stage, and no one was backstage because me and Norm were around the block at the bar. Right. So it was silence. So the, the club was packed. It was sold out. It's a Norm show. Oh it is sold out, uh, packed. Everybody's waiting. So he does the right thing. Happening. He
1: says, thank you very much. Good night. Yeah, he gets off. He gets off. Like a professional. Like He does his job
0: <laughs> like a professional, like me and Norm are not doing. And we're around the clock. And, and he literally sits in the green room for like three minutes and the staff's right. running around like, where is John? And where, more importantly, is Norm? Yeah. And um, so the feature goes back out on stage and people were like nope no we're not having this so they start booing so they booed for like two straight minutes and the guy just started telling jokes and then i got back there and they were like they weren't even happy to see me they were just happy to see him go that was more of the situation Uh, and i was like i was like oh i'm back and then it hit me i was like norm still isn't here yeah and i had to i told the audience i was like um just so you guys know norm uh isn't here yeah and then they just were not They were not happy with that. And then I sent a text to my friend. As I'm on stage, I'm like, bring Norm back immediately. So he comes back in and Norm's walking on. This is like five minutes later. Norm walks in
1: real slowly. Right. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I don't no give a shit about this. No yeah. Rush. <laughs> no sense of urgency. No
0: sense of urgency. Right. And he comes up on stage and he like shakes my hand. He goes, you know, I'm not real happy with the uh, tone of that text. The text I sent to my buddy. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, I I don't care, and I just like walked into the green room because I was like, but I found out later he was joking
1: because right. everything he says is a joke. Yeah, and he's just you busting don't your balls, right? Yeah. yeah. And I go into the green room. Also, when you're on stage, sending a text mid-gig trying to get back from a room full of booing. Right. Maybe you don't have time to nuance it in the way that you right. ordinarily would craft it. A... Right, right. Sorry I cut off the comma, please. Yeah. Sorry I couldn't uh, choose to write emoticon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like thumb up, poop signal, whatever.
0: But uh, so he like goes up and he just murders. Right. He does like... He just murders for like an hour. And um, I talk to the manager and the owners and they were just like you can't you can't do anything like that like you're you know not to do that and they didn't really fire me it was more like you're sus- right. indefinitely yeah. suspended this is your,
1: like, yeah i mean that is a hard situation though. and I, but i because, understood it i understood oh, no, why I, they did I get it too. It. Yeah. yeah but it's hard it's very hard like you know when you get swept up in the arc of a fucking maverick like norm mcdonald it's like yeah it's just hard
0: Oh, I would have like flown to another city with him because he was so convincing. There know? are some
1: of those people. I've always said it. When you Sometimes you just meet a person and you're like, I can't be around you. Yeah. Because if you say, let's go, hey, you know what? I know we're meant to be going to this gig together, but we've already got this car. And uh, I know a guy who can get us some guns and some heroin. Yeah. And we're <laughs> like, well, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, this is where it ends. I'm yeah, okay. Guns and I don't use heroin, but I guess that's what I'm doing. But now I for the really rest of like you. I really like I you. I really like you. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess I want you to
0: think I'm cool. So. Yeah, the last thing I want, I don't want to do heroin or shoot guns. I'd rather do both, than you think I am not cool. I'd rather do both all the time. I'd rather shoot a shotgun with a needle hanging out of my arm than Norm be like, look at this dork not doing heroin with I me. I would
1: rather shoot a hole in my arm and then just pour <laughs> heroin into the hole. Oh, my God. What an aggressive heroin high. <laughs> oh, ah, that's really funny, man. Um, tell me, uh, you must get to work with a bunch of... Um, Yeah, interesting comics, like in that regard. If you – because you're a club favourite there now. They love having you there. When I came to town, all I heard from people was that that you were going to do the show and that was great because, you know – oh that's nice yeah everyone like seriously from a whole bunch of people like I was doing interviews and stuff everyone was really talking up oh that's nice that that probably means that you get to perform with a whole bunch of people when they come through has there been other people that you've like enjoyed or you know other people that you don't have to name names but other people that like you know have been crazy experiences
0: uh, some of them have been good Uh, you know you you meet some headliners that um, you know are not all like you. They're not easy to hang out with. and like <laughs> that, but that's just the, kind of the way it goes. Like, it's some of these guys that are like they used to be on television. Oh yeah, yeah. and now they aren't anymore. Right, and they're not happy about that. Right.
1: They're not happy that they're
0: headlining Helium. <laughs> they're happy they're headlining Helium yeah, because, because they like the work. Well, yeah, but it's also like it's the biggest club in the city. Right, and, and it's a
1: fucking good club. Yeah, it's a yeah.
0: great club, yeah. and and. Um, you know, like they're happy to be doing that, but then like it's almost like they they want more or right. they they want people to be like, hey, I remember you from this movie. And people just aren't doing that or they're doing it. And they're like, that's not what I would want to be known as anymore, <laughs> which like I won't name a name. But right. people were like yelling out this movie that uh-huh. this one guy was super famous for. Uh-huh. And he was like, God, fucking people. I'm like, that's why you're here. Right. You're not even a comic. This, this is why they booked you. Yeah. You're yeah. a guy whose agent was like, hey, you know how that movie doesn't make you any right. more money. Go do stand up, yeah. And then I've worked with plenty like, of those. Isn't
1: this like a Back to the Future move? Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I'm just guessing. I'm, li- I'm literally just speculating. I have no inside information. Oh my god! it would be. Oh, that was beautiful. I'll tell you
0: what. You didn't. You're hovering around the bullseye.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we shouldn't. Um, uh, no, we shouldn't uh, say any names because you know we don't want to get into biff with anybody. Yeah, right. So. Um, uh, <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, all right, so tell me about Philadelphia because that's what I'm interested. I, like, I mean, I'm interested in you, but I'm also interested in Philadelphia because it's my first time here. Mm-hmm. You live here. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is? I, I don't. I still haven't quite worked out what the city's like. I've enjoyed it. I'm yeah, like I, I, de- I definitely get what you say about the people are forthright. Like, sure. you feel that energy in the city. Like, everyone right. has kind of an opinion and an attitude and they, yes. they carry themselves with that sort of, like, you know, thing as well. Right. But I've also found it very friendly and inviting. Everyone's been really kind of cool and fun and, like, you know, been trying to tell me where to go and what to do and that sort of thing. Like, what yeah. is the vibe? What is the city about, do you think? Um, It's a good question. I mean, there's – there's,
0: I think it's a, it's a beautiful city. It's rich with history. And – I don't think all the people, especially down here, are the way that they're portrayed um, in the public. I mean, how, for- how are
1: they portrayed? Because I don't even know that. Like, I come, to, I try to come to these cities mm-hmm. without the American cliche. I, I try to not sure. like study up on what the prejudices are and then bring them to the table because they're other people's prejudices. Right. I'd rather right. just go to a city and have my own experience of it and not kind of be like, hey, people from Philly are like this or people from Jersey are like this or people from like, you know, whatever. Right. But for you, who's part of it, what do you think the perception is and why do you think it's wrong? Or what what do you think is inaccurate about it? Well,
0: I think, well, number one, to what you just said about not looking any of the stuff up, it's so nice to work with someone who doesn't just call up and they're like so cheesesteaks right right and everybody's like yeah dude we've heard this a million yeah, yeah. times you know yeah but they're, they're from to, here yeah i know it's new to you yeah right but
1: we literally live here right the and place that came yeah. up with them right and they're thinking like We're in their hotel the
0: <laughs> yeah like doing like a three minute bit like right. they're gonna love this cheesesteak bit it's
1: like people coming to australia and be like, what's with those koalas right yeah right yeah, yeah no we have them everywhere yeah thank you sir yeah, good you. crocodile
0: let's get through it come on
1: but, uh, but I I think that <laughs> that said they did play Down Under on the radio when I came on this morning. No so, yeah. way. Yeah,
0: that's the, that's the song I guess.
1: So um yeah Yeesh. okay so, so what is it famous for Philly cheesesteaks? Yep, yeah, that's definitely a thing that people would. What would. Okay, this is a better way to put it. Yeah. If a hacky comedian comes to town and they check off all the like standard Philly references, great question. What are they?
0: Okay, so um, one is usually the cheesesteaks, which. Yep. That would be the big one. Anybody, anybody that lives right? here usually drives them crazy because most people don't eat them. Right. Like they it's So just what this, even is a cheesesteak? It's I, just chopped beef on a roll with whiz, like cheese whiz. That's what it seems to be. It's it's I thought it might really really maybe it
1: was more than that. And people were like, That seems Here's like a better. terrible thing to do with steak.
0: Yeah. I mean they're like, here, this place has better cheesesteaks, this but it's like all the same to me. Right. It's just chopped beef on a roll and they're like, it's all about the roll. Everybody's got like a a theory about what makes this five dollar sandwich good
1: right but that's all it really is isn't it it's like it's shaved steak and cheese in a roll
0: that's it there's a million better options pizza dollar pizza right. is a better option that's a way way better option five five yeah a free of croissant from the street right. is a better option <laughs> way better
1: But, but there's
0: like the, the, I think a lot of people, um, they talk about the attitude
1: that sports fans have here because there's Uh, some rabid sports fans from here. So tell me that then. Are you a sports fan by the way? Are you, do you like sports? I like sports, but I, I like,
0: I like watching like in passing. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't follow any sport very heavily. I used to be, a I used to follow boxing a lot and that's the only one I think I follow more than any other sport. Okay. Um, but I've always been a big fan of boxing. Um, but but like there's 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 rabid football fans here, and like they're they're they can be really mean to people, and and then all of a sudden people from other cities are like, yeah, well your fans are crazy. It's like oh, okay. yeah, but any sports fan right. is is let's not crazy. judge a city on their sports fan. Yeah, right. Like I've seen videos of people in San Francisco like stabbing another guy right. because he was rooting for another team. Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, and that's San Francisco Yeah, right like, <laughs> That's not what San Francisco is Right You know, at all I mean, he did stab him with a knife that he carved himself <laughs> uh, Out of a tree It, right, was, it was all a- reclaimed parts It was like Recycled very, knife Right yeah. uh, Or the opposite Oh, no, you know, it was like a It was a Google... It was a Google knife. You can download the internet on that knife. One of the two sides of San Francisco right. cliches. Okay, so we do ch- cheese steaks. We do aggressive sports fans. What else?
0: Right. Um, I'm trying... I'm, I think anybody from Philadelphia listening to this would be like, come on, there's a thousand others. But... Um,
1: fat? Ah. Now, are are people here fat? Yes. I think that, that maybe they are. Very, very heavy. I kind of got that impression. I mean, yes. e- even this morning... In like when I was doing this uh, radio show, mm-hmm. which was actually really great fun, yeah. and uh, but they had a live studio audience in, mm-hmm. and I was like, whoa. yeah, like, this is sick. It's sick fat. Like, yeah, there was a lot of it. Like, right. Yeah. Like, like
0: I it, need to stop drinking beer. Right." and then I'll be fine. Uh-huh. But these people like we're talking about people that are like this is like a this is a medical problem right. and there's a lot of that here. Is
1: there any chance
0: it's because they put heaps of cheese on their steak? Maybe in some bread? Maybe <laughs> It might be that might be I, I I don't I don't I don't know. I think maybe it's the climate, right. you know, and uh, you know it rains and it's cold here for a long period of time before it gets nice. I think
1: that's definitely part of it. Like, I mean, I I get that. Whenever you go somewhere, like when it's cold like this, Mm -hmm. A, it's hard to exercise, get out and actually do things. Right. And B... You do feel like eating, mm-hmm. and the other thing is, I've noticed since I've been around here. I don't know if this is accurate or not, but there seems to be a lot of cool places to eat. Oh, yeah, it's, it seems to be a city that enjoys its food as well.
0: The food here is is fantastic, and there's a lot of great chefs here, um, and there's there's tons of great restaurants and great little cocktail bars too. Like it's just
1: it's a great food city and drink city. Um, and even today, I went to whatever the markets are. You know, that big markets in town. It's like the massive farmers sort of oh, markets. Oh, yeah. I don't uh, know what it's um, called but it's like uh, oh my god I, I know but it's I've... only a few blocks down from here and it's like yeah. it was yeah the food even in there like street food and vendors right, and cheeses right. and I had this like grilled cheese sandwich at this place where they make all their own cheese and like had all their oh. and it was I mean it was it was pretty amazing yeah I was like yeah I could I could get some Philly weight on right, well, right, like, right.
0: the Philly 15 right
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh my god it's true, man.
0: I mean, like, if you, if you ate like that every day, because right. there's people that go to that market, they all work around there, that eat like that every single every day. Every day. Yeah, and, and that's, that's where the problem comes in, and they're eating late. And like, I mean, I don't eat like, I try to eat fairly healthy, uh-huh. but I mean, there are days where like by the third day, I'm like, I have, to have a sa- I have to have a salad. I can't keep eating crap all the time. But there are people that just, that's it. That's <laughs> their, they go from one fast yep. food joint to another. I
1: think you get through a point where your body starts to reject salad. I think there's a point, like you're saying, where it's like, I need a salad. And I'm still at that point. But I do think there is a point, and I've been through this point in my life when you're eating a lot of fast food or like when I first started on comedy and, you know, you've got Mm. no money. And right, it's late at night, and all you do is like eat shitty food with your friends. Yeah, and there is a point you get to where you like your body starts to reject healthy food.
0: Yeah, like it's it's become... It doesn't crave it. Right, it does not like it, it's and like, you're like, what am I eating? This I is can't awful. Eat that salad
1: unless you put a lot of sugar on it. Yeah, or wrap yeah. it in a piece of pizza. Could you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. I I I do a lot of you know. I'm in New York a lot, and I don't know how many times now that at the end of the night I will just eat. $5 worth of pizza, right. which is my entire meals for the day, because yep. it's a ton of pizza. And then I'm like, all right, I'm full, but I feel like total shit. Wow. But so now I should sleep. Right. So now I should sleep <laughs> face down and wonder why I have <laughs> Oh,
1: uh, I'm interested in, uh, if you don't mind talking about it, I'm interested sure. in the fact that you're married. How long yeah. have you been married for? I've been married for five years. Okay, yeah. and how does uh, how does that go with the comedy? Because I always think that that must be like a. Because I was even thinking about it with, in relation to your how good you are. Like I was having this thought last night. I was like, oh, I wonder what happens when you have like a wife. Because mm-hmm. you're, I mean, you're so good. Well, I imagine that you're going to be, you know, so good that you can't, you won't be able to just be here, like in Philly. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And is that something that is possible for you? Like I always think, of course. Like I don't know anything about the nature of your relationship, but I right. always just have this thought of like, how will he go on the road? How will he move to New York or LA? Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, got to get rid of her. <laughs> <don't like> her.
0: <laughs> We've got to get rid of her. Oh, if you, if I, if you could have jotted down how many times I've muttered that in the middle of the night, <laughs> I've got to get rid of her from the kitchen. Yeah. No, I, he, here's the thing is that none of this would be possible right. without her. Of because course. when I met her, I had kind of just started doing it again, and when we got married, I essentially like quit my job to do this full-time. Uh-huh. And there wasn't any prospects then. Right, Like people weren't banging down my door, you know, but she stood by and like she was the breadwinner. She made the money and she 100% supported it. You know, right. she was like if this is what you want to do, let's do it. Let's do it 100% and uh that's she, great i mean that's yeah amazing. and i mean she is uh, you know i don't even have enough time to explain how amazing of a, of a person she is what I does mean, she do she's a therapist oh, she's yeah. a family and couple therapist oh
1: nice yeah okay.
0: uh she worked for the government uh for a while and um that's how we kind of were supported you know health insurance and all that stuff uh-huh. um but now she is uh gone back to what she went to school for she got a grad degree in in psychology
1: i don't really know why but i'm starting to get a theory because there's like there's a couple of people who are comedians who have really good relationships Mm -hmm. like you know who i look at because i I was i mean the only reason i was joking about that was i saw the way you talked about her last night and i was like this is clearly a woman that you are very much in love with yes yeah very very happy Mm -hmm. and uh Kumail uh, Nanjiani, uh, yes. Emily, his his wife, they're very happy. Like mm-hmm. they're a great couple, right? And uh, Dave Anthony, who's a very good friend of mine, who does this podcast a lot, he's a very happily married comedian. Okay. The common thing that all those three things therapists all married to therapists. I didn't know that I'm about Dave Anthony. To, I'm starting to think that's the really? fucking trick. Uh, you know, maybe that's the only person who can be the comedian's wife. It, I think it is. I mean think think about
0: think about that idea. You're you are. A grown man who marries a woman, and then you're like, just so you know, I'm not going to bring any money home. Right. I'm not going to support us. I don't want to have a kid. I am a total narcissist, and I am out of shape. And uh, I'm going to like.
1: No- uh, is this the appropriate time in our wedding vows to Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me, give me a minute, priest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, like, I've written my own vows. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just looking at like these are the worst wedding vows of all time. <laughs> right. Checking the
0: mic. How's everybody doing? <laughs> We'll run my quick five real quick you guys see leon right it's the last time it's the last time we make a leon joke
1: oh. <laughs> yeah but it's like but i think you're right the the professional like you know the professional like i mean because them also i think i think that they i have a understanding of the myriad of ways that your brain can work yes which i think sometimes it's the roller coaster that people have a problem with mm-hmm. the fact that like you know i think that a lot of the time even though i think most people are a range of people that's why i always think it's so weird to say this person's like this you right, know right yes they may not be mm-hmm. they might have just been like that that day right like i would gen- generally say that most people I meet probably think that I'm an okay person. But there will have been people in my life that I've met once or twice in shitty occasions who probably think I'm the world's biggest arsehole right. because that's 100% of their judgment of you know the time that we spent together. Mm-hmm. And I probably was like an arsehole in that situation. Right? Absolutely. So I think always that's it. But I think with a therapist, they have a better understanding of that you can be a very different person from one minute to the next, I think, comedically. Yes. And I yes. think that's... I think that's difficult for people. It It, it, it is.
0: Uh, but I, I also think that, you know, um, she understands the human condition. Like mm-hmm. way, when I first met her, I was like, this, this girl like understands what I'm thinking, even though I don't. Right. And, and that's it's, you know, she's really responsible for my material getting better, my material becoming more honest. Uh-huh. Because like you said, like there's that's that's been something she's ingrained in me since we first met, because I would be I would have a short fuse with people because I would be nice to someone and they weren't nice back. And I'd be like, that's the worst person I've ever met. I was just, I just held the door for him. They didn't say thank you. Meanwhile, she's like, you have no idea what their day's like. What if they just found out their dad's sick? Like, you have no idea. So That's always the case, though. Like, I mean, we do always. it all the time. We
1: do. And I that, still do it, which oh, is not good. But. I mean, but we all do. It's, yeah. a, it's a natural human thing to do. Yes. But yeah. I've been trying to do it less, Yeah, it, it, just on practical levels. Like, sometimes if you're in a rush, right, and mm-hmm. you're going down the street a bit quicker than you are, and right. then you're like, why is everyone walking so slow? They're right. not. Right. Yes, you are <laughs> walking way are, too fast. You are in a rush. <laughs> right. You're late right they're going at a normal speed like normal people right right I, I i i this is an idea i've been toying around with a little bit about for next year's kind of show that i'm going to do but is that idea of you, you know with the golden rule you know do unto others as you would have them do unto you yeah it's got to come with a caveat which is but don't expect the opposite in return because that's where things go wrong you know Mm -hmm. I always the way that I'm talking about in the show at the moment I did it last night I've been toying around with a little bit but it's like you know the the rule should be do unto others as you would have them do unto you but remember what might be right for you may not be right for some half of it's from the Bible and half of it's from the theme from different strokes but they are very (laughs) important lessons nevertheless because that's the whole sentence that's what you need to know because you will be driven mad in life if you expect Other people to behave to you the way you behave to them, exactly.
0: And that the only person that's
1: affecting is you, right? That's it. Because like the guy that that I
0: hold the the door for, and he doesn't say thank you, I'm mad at him for an hour. And that guy's not thinking about me. Right. You know, that guy's doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. And I'm sitting there going, I wish, you know, Dan was nicer to me when I held the door. Not that I knew his name, but. No, no you, know, you looked him up. I looked him up. I'm <laughs> like, I'm going to figure out who this guy yeah, is. Two yeah. hours
1: later, you've got his yeah. whole history. Yeah,
0: I'm just holding binoculars out front of his house like this fucking asshole. But, I,
1: you know what? There is another part of me, though, that is like tempted to just do that. Like just <laughs> once, like you know what I mean. Like I've got some spare time. Sometimes yeah. I'm on the road. Like some guy does some 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 shitty to me in the morning, right. and then just spend the entire day <laughs> researching, him tracking him down, right. going into his work, like right. just <laughs> general fucking nuisance.
0: Oh, I, or just like, or you even drive it further out. Where like right. you find out when he's going on vacation. Oh, yeah, yeah, Go to where he goes to vacation. You're like all bundled up because you're in a different part of the world now. And then you're like, hey, hey, you remember yeah. me? Remember me? I held the door for you in the yeah. Starbucks a couple weeks ago in philadelphia fuck you and then you just jump back on a plane and disappear (laughs) (laughs) and you're like yeah i got him good i didn't waste any of my time on that it was all time well spent
1: i i often think this with like uh with criticism you know we live in this world now where people are pretty you know uh willing to you know hit you up on twitter or facebook or whatever whatever, sure and and tell you that you're shitty or whatever you Mm -hmm. know i had this one the other night actually it's quite an interesting story um I'll have to explain some of it for you, but mm-hmm. a lot of people listening will understand it. In, a, we, in Australia, uh, last week there was a very, very tragic uh, accident in a sporting game. Uh, the main game oh, they the Australia is cricket, right? Yeah, the cricket player. Yeah, yeah. and this guy Philip Hughes, uh, who was uh, well, he was going to turn 26 on the Sunday of the week that you know he, he played for Australia um, a bunch of times. And uh, in a, like to play for the Australian team, that means you're one of the best 12 players in the country, right? Wow. Everybody knows who these people are they are yeah. national sporting heroes sure and this kid was just a great kid you know love but not in a bullshit way when someone dies and everyone's like Look, he was a great guy just genuinely a sure. great guy and he did something that people have been doing for 120 years and no one has ever died you know doing it in that way and it was just right. a fucking freak accident and it happened and he died uh the night that that happened i'm a big cricket fan I also had just weirdly enough run into this kid the day before it happened. I was oh, wow. with another friend of mine who just happened to be in a group, you know, with them. I didn't know him, barely said good day to him then. But for whatever reason, I was like, Oh my god, I saw him two days ago and now mm-hmm. like he's dead, you know. And I had to do a show that night. And I was saying to my friends, I was like, I just I, I don't I don't know how we're gonna do this show tonight because A, I don't feel it. Like, it feels so ridiculous to be doing what we're doing tonight. But right. B, all these people who book tickets to this show, there's like 600 people coming to this tonight. I bet 400 of them at least are cricket, like, you know, would know yeah. him and will be upset about this. And they themselves are like, do we go out and just like laugh yeah. tonight? What do we do? So anyway, at the start of my set, I just like took a moment and acknowledged it and talked about the idea and then just kind of weave that theme through what I did. Sure. Afterwards, I got... So many, like, yeah, people just coming up to me going, Thank you for saying it. We were all thinking it It was nice you acknowledge it. And then, you know, we went into it and whatever. And then I just had this one guy who was like, Hit me up the next day to be like, I just thought what you did was inappropriate. I come to comedy to like be uplifted, blah, blah, blah. Right. And there was a part of me that was like, you know, wanted to be the guy of going, right, I'm finding out where you're going on holidays. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm right. going to make it my life's mission yeah. to destroy you. I'm going to look up who you are. I'm going to find reasons to hate you. I'm going right. to like whatever. I'm going to post this here and help other make other people like <laughs> right. But then I was like, no, that's given them the power, right? Exactly. The minute you think about it, even probably me talking about it now, is like it's a minute that I, y- you should be spending on something you like.
0: Absolutely. And and that you know, I think I, I think that actually happens a lot with hecklers. Um, because I never I never was mean to hecklers. I uh-huh. never was, even before like, you know, my wife. Because I kind of I, I always the, the, the hecklers always have the same theme. They are not happy that someone else is getting attention. Absolutely. And that's, they want the attention. And that comes from somewhere else. Like they're just like, and I knew a girl that was a heckler. Like I Uh was friends with her. And she came to a comedy show and heckled my friends. And I, it was also like the last straw of this friendship. Uh But she was just so self-involved. She was the same girl that like, posts pictures of herself all the time on on Facebook. She's also like having a bad day. dot 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 so people can ask her what's wrong. Right. That kind of person, yeah. you know? So she's just constantly pining for attention. Mm-hmm. And that's when I like kind of realized like oh, that's why people do it cuz somebody's paying attention to someone else. They realize here's a chance for me to get the same amount of attention. And then what I hate is when a comic is like, fuck you, you stupid cunt. And it's like, what are you doing? Right. What are you, why are you dropping to her level? Yeah. It, tell her to please be quiet or joke around with her. Right. And they don't like make a joke and slowly sit her back down. Let her enjoy the show. But don't do be like, fuck you, as She's getting thrown out.
1: Right. You know what I mean? And it's also energy for energy. You've got to like, you know, you've got to match something. Exactly. You've got to be at the level, like the, the things that right. I always think that the audience is there for you. Normally, yes. and normally if someone's heckling like and you're doing well and someone's heckling then all the rest of the audience wants them to shut up as well right you don't have to go in hard <laughs> yeah the audience isn't like yeah fuck him yeah <laughs> to like, no, oh, hear so- what she
0: has to <laughs> say <laughs> yeah what's that Donna <laughs> right <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> I, yeah, uh, it's funny Funny enough, the uh, publicist from the venue was uh, driving me to the press this morning and she was talking about that she reads all the Yelp reviews for the club. Like, that's part of what she has to do. Okay. She has to read the Yelp reviews. Yeah. And she says, like, like there was one the other day that she was telling me, she, it was something like, oh, this club's for old people. They won't even let you talk on the phone during the show. <laughs> uh, no, it's for respectful people yeah, who right. know they're watching a show. Right. Like, well, how is that your complaint? exactly what world do you live in right where you not only think that you can answer a call and talk in the show right now if you need to answer a call I'm fine with that get your phone go out into the hallway take the call and come back maybe something maybe there's a babysitter issue maybe you know you're an important person that has that like whatever I'm fine with that right but if you answer it in the show it annoys everybody else exactly it's like the people who are like oh I was just saying to my friend that you were really funny yeah great yeah. Save it for the end. Right. And let them figure that right. out. Right. And also listen to the thing I'm saying now. It yeah. might also be funny. Might be better than the last that thing. That thing that you missed while you were telling him that I was funny. Right. Right. But and also no one else can hear because you're doing that. And
0: if if you think if you think about it too, like it's like when someone is on like a if I'm on a bus or a plane or something sure. and, and someone's talking really loud. Uh-huh. What I always want to say is, hey, imagine if all of us were talking the same level you are. Right. Nobody would be able to hear themselves. So, what, like, you should at least think of that. Like, I I just think there are a lot of people that don't take others into account. But
1: I love the idea of that person who not only, like, answers the call in the room clearly yeah. then gets in trouble for answering the call in the room right and goes on yelp the next day and <laughs> if like people are going to be like hey yeah no this is our ferguson moment yeah we're all taking out yeah you know, we're all going to be
0: there more cell phones at comedy clubs right. more cell phones we're
1: all going to answer our phone yeah we we'll do a
0: mass call and we'll <laughs> all answer it how <laughs> will they deal with that like yeah they're going to kick us all out right oh it's it's so true. It's like what what are they expecting out of that? Like 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 or even think about like it I just think it's the people aren't thinking about other people which once you start doing that the world becomes kind of a shitty place. Like, look at the girl last night right. who there was a girl stage left who was on her phone. The majority of yeah. the time I was on stage Yeah, and like on her phone, like she was active on her phone. Uh-huh. She wasn't like scrolling through a feed. She was like, I'm getting shit done. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah.
1: like there was like, her
0: thumbs were moving yeah. a lot. You She's know? like,
1: Yeah. This is a girl. I've, I've come out. Cause this is where I get my best work done. Right. Ex- yeah, exactly. She's writing a Yelp review. At yeah. The
0: time. Yeah. This round face man hates my phone. <laughs> and, I, I was looking at her, and she's the girl that I, I was talking about, Buffalo. Uh-huh. And she goes, yep. now, Buffalo is, 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 I didn't enjoy it. Right. And I wouldn't enjoy living there. But she yeah. goes, I loved it. And in my head, I was like, I didn't want to say this because I didn't want to embarrass her, but right. I'm like, yeah, because you're a hot girl. Right. That is a hot girl. Th- like, of course. Okay. Wherever you go, you love
1: Anywhere it. you go, yeah. like, people are going to be, like, well, what's the right. thing you want? Here's all the things. Right. In fact, if anything, like, the shittier place you go to, the hotter you are. Right. Exactly. Like in Buffalo, right. she's a really hot girl. <laughs> right. But to be honest, in Philly, right. she was a hot enough girl. Right. She's like an LA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I loved Alabama. I thought it was really really nice.
0: <laughs> Baton Rouge, incredible. They were very nice the people. This time in Alaska. Yeah, because you're like Angelina Jolie there.
1: It's incredible. <laughs> I um that's really funny cuz she's the girl that I cuz I saw that happening cuz I was watching you from the room oh, and okay. you were doing all that stuff and I saw her on her phone and literally I went out and the first thing I did was address her being on the phone because it was like I can't yeah. I can't do an hour with you it's so disrespectful. Right. It's so... Di- well, I always... I have this joke that I do, and it's not the best joke in the entire world, but I feel it always does what I need it to do. Where right. I say, hey, are you on your phone? And, and they're like... And then they look a bit embarrassed. I said, hey, I, I, it's just that I can't tell. Like, I can't tell from stage. Like, it's really dark. And what happens is if someone gets out their phone, their face lights up blue. And I don't know whether they're on their phone or right. CSI is checking their face for semen. <laughs> and I just want. And normally after that, right. people are like, you know, what? I'll keep the phone in my pocket. Right? Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be the jizz face girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody wants to be the jizz face girl on right. the show. <laughs> that is a common thread. Uh, but you know, like, there's also like that's a good way to handle it because you're not being mean. Like, no. and like I remember when I was when I was bartending, my dad was like, he was. The boss, uh-huh. but it was a small little pub, and like he just knew how to talk to people. And there were the first time I threw somebody out. I remember I was very aggressive about it because I felt like they were being aggressive right. to me. Uh-huh. And I was like 22, I was yep. young, and I was like, get the fuck out. Like right. I thought I was being a tough guy. Right, that's you know? what you thought
1: you were meant to be done, Right, right. and
0: I thought that's what a- Because you're a,
1: pretending to be a man.
0: Right, I thought that's what a bartender does. Right. He, he doesn't take any guff, you yep. know? And I'm like, you get, <laughs> meanwhile, I take yeah. a good bit of guff. Right, you, know? I'm I'm a, you a, can I'm take a, plenty of guff. I'm a guff taker all the day long. <laughs> right, I got a bag of guff. <laughs> I got a whole
1: bag, I brought a bag <laughs> of guff here, I'm leaving it in your hotel. Right. When, my friends, when my friends are, like when I'm running late for something, my friends are like, what are you doing, waiting for guff, man? <laughs> Sorry, that was comma
0: I really in there had the, to... the comma <laughs> guff man and then slide whistle and jump out the window <laughs> But uh but I, I was yelling at this guy and the right. guy leaves and he was like a jerk, whatever. Sure. But my dad came out and he was like, Hey, just so you know, mm-hmm. when you do that. Everybody else in the bar Uh gets uncomfortable. They feel like you're going to do that to them them. if they even talk loud or something. And he's like, it's really inappropriate and it's mean. And my dad's like, he just has a heart of gold. So, like, I've seen him make people leave the bar in, like, the most James Bond way. Like, he'll walk up to them, put his hand on their shoulder, and then they just leave. Where, I like, that's when I realized, like, that's what I want. I want to do that. Yeah. Because then I see, now I go to bars... And like, you'll see a bouncer like, you got a fucking problem, get out of here, you dork, and you're like, that's not how you do that.
1: But that's also when shit like,
0: takes off. Right, right? because then that guy's like, well now my ego's bruised, so I gotta defend myself, my girlfriend's crying, she started the fight. Right. But I mean, generally, that's how that works. A girl will be at a bar and she's like, that guy's fat, and the guy's like, fuck you, and then her boyfriend has to be like, hey, don't tell my girlfriend to fuck off. (laughs) And then she's like, don't fight him. And the fat guy's like, no, I'm going to fight him. And then like, it's just this girl who created a fight and now is crying about the fight.
1: It's every time I see it, I'm like, this is insane. And this is the second time tonight. That comedian also said I had jeers on my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys are so mean to me. Why don't people hand me money and diamonds? <laughs> like, like, come on. Just be a normal person. Just function with us. Just Get along. There is a lot of that at the moment though I think more broadly in society like you know I just I kind of feel and I'm not really sure why it is Mm -hmm. but I I don't know if I've ever felt like we're all at war with each other more than we are now right like in every like I mean you open the paper today and like you know I I joked you know about the race rights stuff and whatever but it's I mean, it is big. America's been torn apart a little bit at the moment. Mm -hmm. And people are yelling at each other and it's very aggressive. But just on a broader level, I was thinking about this the other day. With, Like I, as well as anyone, will joke about hipsters or whatever. Like there's a hipster joke in my set, right? Right. But the truth is that most of the shit that hipsters are into... I fucking dig too. Right. Just because I don't have one of those stupid bikes and can't grow a beard right. doesn't mean that like 95% of the shit that they... I'm like, yeah, I do like this. Yeah. I love that you've got your own bees. <laughs> and I love this like cordial. I love that they brought fizzy cordial back. Uh, I'm r- with right. that. And, I like eating out of jars. Right. This is a good move. Yeah. This is good. I like all your food. Yeah. Like I'm a hipstacrit. That's what I am. But uh, yeah. it's like one of those things where I, I everything, every, we have to hate everyone now. We have right. to like have an enemy. Everyone's...
0: There's backlash. There's I, always backlash right. too.
1: And I wonder how we, how do we go forward? How do we get along? A how question. do we evolve? How do we fix the problems that we have like together as a world? When right. We're just all fucking fighting each other every day.
0: Right. And this is actually, this is a, the conversation I had with my wife recently about the whole Ferguson thing, because the thing that winds up happening is then you kind of start hearing from the, the vocal minority on both sides. Right. And like what I'm talking about is like, you'll hear from like these loud you know right-wing conservative people who are like well blacks are the ones committing the crime they're violent and then you're like hey man like that is like take it easy but right. then on the other side you have people like white people are the worst people that are, have, have ever lived and you're like listen man like we can't what we're doing is we're feeding that fire and like let's get down to why we don't get along right let's talk let somebody have that national conversation instead of saying You are crappy because of this, and you are crappy because of that. Like, let's stop doing that, pointing the finger, because the truth is, like, when I get on a a bus with a bunch of black guys, they're not all looking at me like white devil. No. And I'm not looking at them like criminals. Like, we can all get along. I mean,
1: that's, I mean, like, when you're in a city like this, where, I mean, I don't know what the demographics of the population are here, but I would say, I mean, well, you see as many black faces as you see white faces, I would say. Well, I have in the Mm -hmm. city, at least. Like, there's a lot of both, you know? And yeah, particularly, I guess, compared to where I'm from, like in sure. Australia, which is a really white place, you know, really, I mean, right. you know, lots of immigrants and that sort of stuff, but in the, in the way that, you know, diff- different to America, right. Th- I've never felt like here as a white person that I've been in areas that, you know, People are like, what are you doing here? Or why are you here? Right. I found myself today in what I imagine, like, because I've, I've learned this only from Chris Rock routines. Yeah. But he, he has that uh, routine about the white mall and the black mall. Right, like, right. Today I found myself in the black mall. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, in the gallery. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the black mall. Right. And I, yeah. But that was like, I was like, oh, I'm in a Chris Rock routine. <laughs> yeah. I'm the white guy who's walked into the black yeah. mall.
0: Yeah. But you don't walk in and they're not, like, pointing a gun at you. No. Like, people will – like, but there's people in the middle of the country right. that have never been – they have never been socialized with black people. Uh-huh. So they're like, that's what they're like, right? They come out of the house, they shoot at you, and then they rape your wife, right? That's what they do. Mm. That's – and that's – even though that sounds, like, obviously, like, uh, you know, embellished, that's that – No, no, no. They, they I do think... have that viewpoint right. where they are – and and that that's – that is what the dangerous. That's what's what's really really dangerous about um, the way people are behaving now, especially on social media, and it's only blowing this thing way more out of proportion. Well, that's. I
1: today. mean, part of the problem I think is that that starting point that anyone was is without sin. You know, right. we're all compromised and we're right. all fucked up, and we all like you know. I mean, there's no perfect position on any of this. Right. You know, black people like, you know, disproportionately are committing a lot of crimes and getting locked up. You've got to look at societal factors, how the system's set up, the fact that black people go to, to, to get sent to jail for things that white people don't get sent Ex- to jail exactly. for. Like, there's so exactly. many complicated factors to that. Right. But if you just take one aspect of it, then right. you can... And in the same way as like, you know, so many New York City cops, I bet, are just... Go, going to work because they mm. want to protect people and they want to serve people and right. they want to keep people safe and right. so that their families can walk the streets at no. night. Right, they're not choking people to death or like they're probably as ashamed and wish they could make the same protest but they can't because of what Ab- they do. Absolutely. And the minute we start to paint people as being all one thing or all the other, then right. But that's definitely what social media does. You just get right. one way or the other, and people then just yell at each other.
0: Right? Exa- exactly. And like you'll see, like like exactly we said about the the stats. Somebody will be like, "Well, did you know that uh, that you know blacks are like eight, take up eighty percent of the prison population?" Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know yeah. why? Because like if they have pot on them, they go to jail. jail. I don't. No. Like I know plenty of white guys that got caught with intent to sell, right. and they're they're like, "Hey, put that away." Yeah, but it's a way. It's like the war on drugs is is literally a- is aimed at the black community. Yes. and and like to your point earlier about like um, when you said there's probably equal amount of black and white faces. The truth is, there's probably fifteen percent. But Ooh, because of all the places you've been, uh-huh. and this is this is a white thing. It's a uh-huh. thing white people do. Is they, they go. It's it's even, And right. really it's because you never you don't. They're not. You're in a major metropolitan area right. where there's there's more of that happening, and it's it's like an old, um, it's like a, a grandmother being like. There's like a hundred of them out there. Right. It's like there's <laughs> three. There's three. And that's and that's that that is something like you don't have to deal with that every day. Right. If you if like you and two of your buddies walk down the street, you know some black woman doesn't walk into a restaurant. Like there's 50 white people out there ruining shit. Right. It Doesn't happen. <laughs> so like so 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 that's like it's just something you got to like that people need to take into account. And I think what they do is they jump to these like these crazy racist solutions. Uh, uh you know these like these crazy uh places. And what I hate even more. Is when some like white girl from like the suburbs goes on the internet and she's like black people are the best people ever and white people are the worst it's like you know you're no. not helping yeah that's not you were just trying to say I'm not racist in right. caps lock yeah that's it that's all you're trying to do no one's no one's buying your bullshit like have a conversation like Nick tell me one black person you've had a conversation with, right you dainty fucking
1: twat yeah <laughs> Oh, it's so frustrating. No, but I agree with you because that's as stupid as the other way around. Yeah, like there's terrible black people, there's terrible white people, there's yes. terrible Asian people. Right, people are terrible. Yeah,
0: and they're not, but they're not people you're running into every day. No, and it's 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 all over the place. Also, like the you know what's funny to me is the welfare thing in America. People are always like blacks are on welfare. It's like you know white people. I think it, I think the percentage is there's more white people on welfare than blacks. Right. But people will that's that's what they that's what they say like when like uh, like a conservative politician will be like well it's uh you know all these people who love being on welfare wink 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 it's like we know what you're doing and you're also wrong like you're trying to make this a black issue when really welfare is not an entirely black issue and then
1: you like i mean particularly with things like welfare like when when anyone talks because in australia at the moment it's happening a little bit as well they're trying to raise the uh, price of university and college like you know and Anytime that happens, and that's what the American system is definitely like. It's expensive yes. yeah. to go to college. You can have a life, like you know, a lifetime of debt that you have to pay off. Right. You know, because of your college fees. Sure, a system like that keeps poor people poor. That's what that system yes. is designed for. It's because yes, the one thing, if you're a poor person the one way that you can get out of being poor and a system of you know being poor and poverty yeah. is education if you keep yes. education away from those people that's why in the black communities and again this is a massive cliche but that you know when people see rappers or sports people being because they're the other ways like, you know, right. music, sports, education. Well, and if you deny people education, the opportunity to, like, be doctors or be lawyers or get out of, like, systems. Sure. And it doesn't have to be a black thing, by the way. I mean, in Australia, that's not what it is. It's just right. poor people. They just want to keep poor people poor. And the rich right. people want to send their kids to private schools and the best universities, and we keep everything that we have, <laughs> and right. you keep down there, you know, doing the job so we can be rich. We don't right. want you coming up here and spoiling this. We've, this is fine. Ex- exactly. We, we would like my son to be... I'll be president. And then my son will be president. And, and then yeah. that guy can be president and then his wife can be president. Yeah. But we'll let a black guy in between just to break it up so people don't go, hang on, isn't it?" black yeah, right. It's just the same thing? But he's or?
0: not going to be a full one. He's right. not going to be a full a one. A half
1: black guy. Yeah. A half black guy. We'll
0: yeah. be plenty happy with that. Right. I hope people tune in right here. Yeah. They just, they <laughs> scroll
1: through the podcast
0: right to here and it just sounds like a,
1: oh, such a tirade.
0: <laughs> and then for the
1: rest of it also, because you know, because they did this in Australia too. We had a, a female prime minister, Julia mm-hmm. Gillard. Uh, she was our first female prime minister Okay. And she. Look, she did some good things she did some she, she she did some really terrible things she was uh there was a couple of things she was a she's a woman which was fantastic she's a childless she's an atheist like really a whole bunch of things that are revolutionary and then she yeah. got into politics and wouldn't bring in marriage equality and all these sort of things where you're like I don't get it I get why the right wing guy who believes there's a magic guy in the sky who's yeah. going to but you you don't like why because so she's anyway. playing the game right that's exactly why. It's, the same- it's that Noam Chomsky thing. There are no political parties anymore. It's just all fucking power. It's big corporate interests. And by the time you get to a leadership role, you are so severely compromised and owe Absolutely. so many favors and you're in so many people's pockets that you can't do it effectively. Absolutely. But since she has left politics, the narrative has been, oh, well, we wouldn't let another woman do it because that woman did it and she was no good. It's like female stand-up <laughs> comics. You know, yeah. No one like goes, oh, there was a shitty male comic... So all men are shitty, right? Right. And you know what's going to happen with Obama. You know, there's already those guys going. like oh. you know, well we let a black guy have a go, and yeah, he out totally well, screwed it. it up. Right. I Not mean, blame <laughs> the white half.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it's but it is. It's the narrative that people create because it's very easy, and people latch onto it. Mm-hmm. And that's what you see on like like Facebook and social media is like people come out and they're like they'll go, you know, they'll be like blacks commit more crimes and then a bunch of people like 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 mm. like like they they repost that because they want to say like this is the side i'm on this is the side i'm right, on just right, so you guys right. know this is the side i'm on and then some girl or some like some other person will be like well you know like white should all be killed and then someone's like i'm on the side i'm on the side i'm on the side right and it's like nobody's even having a conversation anymore
1: i might call and, this episode what should all get killed <laughs> just yeah. to really see if we hey, can get some it'll pain.
0: match our new ankle tattoos. Right. <laughs> I I mean like like think about like um something like um the uh like what I hear a lot with with black athletes like me and my wife are talking about this is they're like they're like oh they don't know how to handle money and it's the same thing you were just talking about with education it's like because they came from a place that was fairly impoverished Mm -hmm. they worked their ass off to get out of there and the only way they could because they couldn't afford. That schooling is to play their ass off on the field. Right. And then they get the money and yeah, they start doing crazy shit with it. But guess what? You would too. Yeah. And you know what? That's why like, look at like, but the same thing happens with white people and it's ignored. Like, like when a white guy wins the lottery in Alabama, the next day he's like taking a horse to the strip club with a suitcase full of money because he doesn't know how to handle it either. Exactly, it's the, and he's got like a like a Did diamond cowboy hat on
1: at the start of this episode. <laughs> yeah, if I ever
0: get rich. I'm doing stupid shit. Exactly, <laughs> and it's just it's just so many people. Like they'll see like a,
1: a they'll see like a <laughs> you know, Will Anderson can't handle money. You know he got this guy that he met in Philadelphia, and now before he's set, he does the entire movie Leon, and that's what he does with his money. Can't trust the whitey. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. This guy
0: does five minutes. He reenacts Leon, and then he makes him eat a diamond on stage. It's the most frustrating thing it's I've ever really seen. It's really
1: weird. And then they both flew to like another guy's <laughs> vacation just to get mad at him for not opening a door. It was a cool Instagram picture, but I mean, I don't know if it was worth it. A lot of likes. A lot of likes. A lot of likes. <laughs> oh, man, I could talk to you all day, but we should yeah, wrap man. it up in a little bit. Hey, uh, we let's tell people, um, hmm. firstly, if they've enjoyed you on this episode and they want to find you on the internet, how can they, you know, what can they find? What's out there? What can, you know twitter um, facebook all that sort of stuff i
0: have a uh, I have a twitter it's
1: at johnny mckeever yeah now was that because john mckeever was already taken? john mckeever was taken because you don't go by johnny right i don't
0: and i was very frustrated because john mckeever yeah doesn't have any posts who is it uh, yeah, just so, some just some guy so nothing no posts nothing it's just his face his dumb face with like three followers fuck
1: you john mckeever i know
0: i hope he's listening he's not he's probably dead maybe he's probably just a dead guy <laughs>
1: that's the thing that's the classic example of yeah. us getting mad at someone whose circumstance we don't know yeah. like maybe like you know what I mean like he put up the thing and he right. planned on like and then he died Right. and, have, and his family have kept it there as right. a tribute to his life and we're like fuck you John McKenzie right meanwhile they're
0: big fans of you they're listening to this podcast like
1: are they talking about our Johnny <laughs> the Johnny that died in Iraq and ironically they call him Johnny yeah. so they want you yeah.
0: yeah so I'll reach out like listen if you call him Johnny we can make a trade here, <laughs> but yeah. So I, I got that's that's uh, that's Twitter, and then um, my website is McKeever Comedy. That's where all my videos are because I do a bunch of sketch stuff. Okay, that's cool. what I what I started doing, and that's what I've been doing lately. So,
1: and of course, uh, if people are listening to this this weekend, yeah, uh, you can catch us uh, at Helium in Philadelphia. And if you have other gigs, other day- roads, uh, like people listen to this all over the place. So.
0: I I have gigs that are on my site, they're but, on the website, but they're like, yeah, they're like they're kind of scattered, and I don't have it's any fine. weeks coming up for like till like January.
1: Oh, right, but check out your website. That's the easiest way to do it. And yeah. uh, I um, am going to do a couple of plugs. We're still going to talk for a bit, but I might as well just do the plugs now that we've yeah. started talking about them. Uh, I will be in Denver at Comedy Works next week. So come and see me in Denver. Looking forward to that. Uh, and then the week after that, I'm doing my fully improvised shows at the Sydney Opera, at the uh, Sydney Comedy Store. Um, I do a week of like, uh, so I just go out at the start. They're hour long shows, and I just do fully improv, fully improv from start to finish. Oh, so, that's yeah. awesome! They're called "What You Talking About, Will?" That's the name <laughs> of them. Uh, Are they really, <laughs> yeah. dude? That's awesome! I love that. So. Um, yeah, it's and it, I only did it last year for the first time. Yeah. Like cuz I'm a person that quite likes to do a bit of crowd work or improv. Like, you know, there was yeah. a fun couple in the front row last night that like a doctor and an, an attorney and they they were fun and like, you know, I I quite like weaving some stuff through the show, but sometimes if I'm on tour and I have some time, you know, that can be like 20 30 minutes of the yeah. show if I like. And then I kind of got to the point was like, what if I could just do an hour. Like, I wonder if I could just improvise an entire hour. Yeah. So I did a week of them last year, and people seem to really like them. So I'm. I'm How did gonna, you feel about them? They I re- mean, re- I love them. Oh, awesome! Like they, they almost. Spoil, I was like, at the end of them, I was saying to my friend Justin, I was like, I'm never writing a show again. Yeah. This is what, this is what I'm going to do. Every no more night. bits. No this more bits. No more bits. I literally, I'm going to improvise. Every so, it's all about Will from now on. Yeah. <laughs> Make it up when I get there. Count my money after. <laughs> I mean, there is. I do you know who Billy Connolly is? I do right. Yes. Billy Connolly, famous Scottish uh, comedian. Yes. He was the first comedian that I really, really loved. Yeah, and um, I I was doing the Adelaide Cabaret Festival so many years ago uh, with a group called Tripod, who are an Australian comedy group, and uh, they we were doing a show together, like a double bill show. And Mm -hmm. it's in this massive arts theater, right? So we're in a small room and then Billy Connolly's playing like the main room, which is like 2000 or whatever, right? right? But our show would finish just as his show would start. And we were able to, you know, it was one of those big theaters where there's, like, televisions and, like, you can listen to the show and watch the show, right. like, in whatever room. So we would go and, like, play billiards, play pool, like, afterwards at the pool table. And just we'd stay until he did one thing that he'd done the night before. And often he would be, like, an hour 20 into the show before he even went into a routine that he talked Jeez. about the night before. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is That's amazing. Ridiculous.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. That's I mean that's I, I that's kind of what um like, not that it's anywhere near that scale, but like I told you earlier this week, like that's kind of what I've been doing with some stuff that's newer. Mm. That I just I have an idea of what I want to talk about, and then I go see if it goes anywhere. And if, at first it was really scary, and now it's so much fun because right. it's it makes you think on your feet, and then like you kind of you you feed off the audience a bit, and some stuff doesn't work, but you're you're at least you get to leave going, you know what. I didn't write that stuff. It was it was all stuff I had to work
1: on there, and it felt good to do it. Like it felt like a challenge. Also, I I would think that, and people have heard me say this before, and I said this to you the other night uh, about Bill Burr, who said that you know if. Uh, Bill said that if you're going to go to – like, you know, if something funny happens to you and you're going to go to a party or whatever, mm-hmm. you don't, like, sit in the car for five minutes before and go, well, I'll, I'll tell this bit first and then I'll do yeah. this. You just trust that you can tell a funny story. Right. And you react off your friends. And if they like that bit, you do more on that bit. And Right. So, I think when you're telling a story like that, you're often listening to the audience more than usual. And you start to realize, oh, you know what? I thought it was all about this. But they love – that character and now I'm really riffing on that character But, but not just that I think when you're telling a story and it's fresh and whatever if a line doesn't work that's fine, because that's how you tell a story. Right. By the time you've polished it, and you're delivering it like, you know, this is a joke. And right. And if that joke doesn't work, everyone's like, well, he thought that was a joke. Right. And it wasn't. R- right. And, and I am not happy. This. Yelping. Right. After <laughs> yelping. I'm getting on my phone right now. Call the guy. Yeah. Whereas I think when you're telling a story, you don't expect that it's all going to... Like, yeah. you don't deliver it like, a, da-da-da-da-da-da, here's my... You know, yeah, that's the funny
0: bit. Yeah. That I, 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 I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, that's and you start realizing like people are laughing at like the nuances of like your quick little reactions to something and you're like, oh, that's the funny part. Mm. That's the thing they're that's the thing they'll come back for is, is my weird reactions to something somebody says. Right. Not just the, the sentence. Because the truth is like a joke if you write a joke, it's it's good. It's a good well written joke, but It's more fun and more like rewarding when it's just you telling a story and people are just laughing right? and knowing that no one can do it like that. You know, like, like I couldn't do your material. I couldn't even come close to
1: it. I mean, well, for starters, you have to do an Australian accent. (laughs) I do a very shit Australian accent. So so I would not, I would not make it through. I'd like to hear it though. No.
0: no I can't I'm not doing I used to have an Australian neighbor and I was like I hung out with her all the time and I would do it for her and she'd be like that's shit Uh, yeah that's why I want to hear it yeah I'm not going to let you tell me it's shit on a podcast (laughs) with a bunch of listeners I'm going to go on another American podcast do it and they're going to be like this is the best this guy sounds Australian I'm not going to let you tear me apart here this isn't going to be the end of the podcast and me just hitting like a fire rain of bullets in front of the car no
1: how dare you Will I'm not going out like that <laughs> oh, and that's the I, end, Joe. I've got. I've got to be honest with you. That yeah. kind of was what I was hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, <laughs> good. You certainly did spot where I was pushing. <laughs> I thought, you know what? This will be fun, and whatever happens after this, that'll be great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> good. But now we have to close on something else because you weren't willing to play, <laughs> so it's up to you now. I I tried. What to close on? Yeah. What do you want to? What is, is there anything that? You <laughs> it's would up like? to me. Yeah. What would you like to finish on? What's the? Uh, what's on your mind? What's, what's, what's on- been going on? Just tell me something that's been going on. Tell me a story about something that's been going I, on. What's on your mind? What do you have an opinion about? What TV show <laughs> have you liked recently? What movie have you seen or what did you hate or what What is everyone into that you've fucking don't understand or oh that's a that's
0: a that's a good question community
1: <laughs> oh the tv show community yeah, i don't like it i, I, just I
0: never liked it i like, could I never could, I, could, I could never get into it i i i hope i didn't lose anybody here i'm no, all and you've got like you've got a little bit of a dan Harmon look too i know I, and i it's not that i don't like. i it's not that i'm saying it's a poorly written show no. it's like it's just
1: You're the, just not for the you. characters
0: right i can't get into them I can't, it doesn't pull me in.
1: It's interesting, isn't it? Like when you, cause I, I have that reaction to people. I was saying that to someone the other day about the movie Interstellar, which I actually quite enjoyed, but yeah. Jessica Chastain, mm-hmm. who I have no doubt is an excellent actress. Yeah. Like for whatever reason, just leaves me cold. I just, you know, and it, yeah. and it's not about her. She's yes. excellent. She's won several awards and I hear nothing but superlatives about her work. Right. I just don't get it. I, and you know, uh, there's
0: a, there's a lot of stuff like that, like like, um, you know, I.
1: But I, again, that's the difference between you know, the person who's like goes on the internet and go, Jessica Chastain's the worst actress of all time. She right. shouldn't be able to be in movies. Right? No, 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 no. Maybe I just have to not see movies she's in, or if she's in a movie that I enjoy, just be like, yeah, oh, well, well, there she is. I guess there she is. I, I guess other I people say, enjoy her. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the way to do it. But I used, you know... I'll, Maybe I'll start a web page that tells you which scenes of movies Jessica Chastain's in. Yeah. So if you don't like her, you can go to the bathroom or and, get some popcorn or like... And you can call Jessica Chastain away from these movies. Oh, <laughs> right? Nice. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's uh, how you do it. Well, community, that is a good example. I like community. That's a, that's a good controversial one. Have you got mm-hmm. anything else? Is there anything else that like people... That you ever look at the world and everyone seems to be obsessed by something and,
0: and um, like, what
1: is this? Why are people...
0: I, I there's always a bunch of stuff like that. I mean, mostly it's like TV shows and movies that I feel that way right. with, but, um,
1: uh, what are you into? Like, what if, if you were going to say, like, if you had to fill in a form mm-hmm. and it said like hobbies or interests, like what would you put there? Um, that's,
0: that's interesting. I mean, I, I enjoy, uh, I enjoy like conversation. Mm-hmm. To be completely honest, like I mean, there's that's the one thing that I just look for every day. Like I'm not, I don't sit around like I like building airplanes or anything like right. that. Like I like having like drinks with good conversationalists, and we can just talk about anything. And that's that's like my favorite
1: my favorite thing to do. Um, other, that's than- a, it's funny because I got asked recently that someone said, "What's your hobby?" and I said the podcast, and they're like, uh, "No, no, like what's what's your hobby?" and I said. Uh, it cost me heaps of money. <laughs> right. Like, there's no real reason for me to do it other than I enjoy doing it. Right. That's a fucking hobby. That's yeah. literally the definition. Yeah. Why is this different to skiing or whatever? Right, right. yeah. Like, oh, fine. I fucking longboard. What right. do you want me to
0: say? Yeah. Like, I've yeah. i talking to people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's... And, like, this comedy was a hobby and then it turned into a job. Mm. And, uh, you know, for the most part, I like writing and I, I do a lot of video. Like, my hobby is video because that's the thing that I still... I mean I've gotten paid for a few things to direct a few things but um, making them making like sketches and stuff like that that is that is something I'm really passionate about Um, but the outside outside of that like I don't really have any like weird hobbies I don't build shit in my basement or anything well no I mean yeah I mean I don't have a basement so I'd have to go in the stranger's basement and build something
1: I wish now. Now you're making me wish I had a hobby. I feel like I'm like man. I no. Maybe I should get a hobby. No, I don't think that you need a hobby. I was just interested. Do you have a? You don't have a hobby, do you? No, I don't. I mean, I really just the podcast. Just the podcast. Yeah. Like I don't think that I do have a hobby. That's why I was. I, I'm interested in it. I'm interested in people who do have hobbies. Yeah. But I kind of am like I don't know. Like well, I mean, I like go to movies and I watch TV and I do all those sort of things that like. Right. But I like going to music and stuff. But I don't have like a hobby. I don't collect things or I don't. I'm the same way, like I, I, and I feel like people
0: like expect you to have like a really good answer, or like right. you know what I don't love. This is the thing oh, yeah, that I, I, I never, never get. get. I yes. never get music. I love music. Uh-huh. Music to me though is the soundtrack of what's in my head. Okay. So music will like I will like let's say um like the White Stripes. Love the White Stripes. Love Tom Waits. But that. I will listen to that, and it makes me think of something specific. It helps me write. It helps me think. It like creates scenery. I never like music live, ever. Fifteen minutes in, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Right. I feel like I'm watching. them like, what? Am, what am I? Why, why am I watching them make the thing that makes me want to do something else? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
1: I like you know. Well, maybe what, you just need sense? to take a laptop to live gigs. Yeah, like <laughs> just, just right in like the a place in the corner, yeah. and just be like. Keep going. Yeah. Keep and I, going, Jack. I'm yeah. on roll. This is good.
0: Yeah, you're doing great. But otherwise, you're just watching a guy just, like, <laughs> shred on a guitar. And you look around, and everybody's head's just moving with his hand on the guitar neck. And you're like, what are we doing? This guy, just, this guy just scammed us out of $45 each. We're all in the pit. Like, this is where it's at. And I always get through, like, the first act. And I'm like, they were good, but I'm here. And then I'm like, oh, my God. I just paid. The best part of a concert, to me, is when they come out. That is the best part, is when they, uh, they come on stage. Because... They are people, to me, they're still mysterious. They're still, like, the White Stripes. Like, Jack White is still mysterious to me, and that's Uh what I kind of enjoy about him. Um, Same thing with like somebody like a Tom Waits or something, who, I mean, I don't think you can... I don't even know if you can see him. I think you have to say his name into, like, a child's skull, like, 400 (laughs) times, and then he appears or whatever the fuck. I don't know how how you make Tom Waits appear, but I think it's a very long, arduous process that involves, like, New Orleans beads (laughs) and weird ghost sayings. But um I don't, I don't know I don't know, but like music I just I watch it that's like, really interesting. I,
1: I, it's been a great way to finish uh, this podcast where we've told people to come out and see us live by you <laughs> ranting against how the live experience. is really so much different
0: It's so much different. It's unexpected. it's unexpected. Music is not unexpected. Oh, look at that thing you went Cool. great. I'll see it on iTunes.
1: Hey, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank oh, you so much for coming on. Such a and blast. Uh, and uh, make sure uh, that you check John out uh, on Twitter, not Johnny. Oh, well, Johnny, not John. That's <laughs> yes. the way. <one>. Jo- Johnny, <laughs> Johnny McKeever. Johnny, not John. <laughs> but don't call him Johnny. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we'll talk to you all again soon.